everyone. So welcome to episode two of Soul Talk with Steph. So today I had this whole agenda planned. It was like, we're going to talk about this. And as I was walking Chico this morning, something, a divine message just popped through and it was like, you need to talk about belief systems and how it aligns with showing up to you. So it was all about showing up to you today, but now it's going to be a bit deeper than that. And we're going to talk about how belief systems and how we're conditioned and how society tells us to be a certain way shows up in our adult life. Um, And then how we then use that to not be able to show up for ourselves or we live a life that isn't aligned to our soul and always people pleasing and always doing everything outside of us. Um, and it's learning to break free of that so we can show up for ourselves in a wholeheartedly way, in a pure way, in the most aligned way possible, and not abusing ourselves or treating ourselves unkindly. So thank you for tuning in and thank you for watching. As you probably have noticed from episode one, before we get started, I am just going to save the screen and myself and get rid of any juju vibes or negative energy and bring in protection, bring in divine guidance for this episode two of Soul Talk with Steph. And as you know, I love my coffee, so I'm just going to have a sip of that. Okay, so as we all know, we are born into this world and the minute that we're born, we're conditioned with a name, with a place of birth, with the time of birth, with parents who have had their own beliefs and conditioning and cultural beliefs and have to be a certain way, expect certain things to happen and all that jazz. So when we are born into this world, we're already in a way limited. Um, So if we're born up in a culture that says to us that we need to dress a certain way, act a certain way, behave a certain way, have certain things by a certain age, we're already set up to have those beliefs intertwined within us. It, It doesn't just stem from our parents. It stems from our ancestors, our grandparents, our culture, for example, I'm half Greek, half Scottish. So a lot of the Greek heritage and a lot of the Greek values and belief systems and even the European way have been intertwined into my life from the minute that I was born. I had a grandma and grandpa who sat there and raised me and wanted me to have certain things, go to school at a certain school because they thought it was the better school to go to um, and to have to be a doctor or a lawyer, for example. And when it didn't work out that way, it was like, well, what have you done? You know, you've gone against the grain. Um, and so it's like we've all of us grow up having to be a certain way and we forget to show up for ourselves we don't know how to show up for ourselves what does that even mean so I'm going to get to that later on but let's talk about belief systems you know these days society it's like you have to drive a Range Rover or a Tesla or something that lives beyond your means to show that you're worthy to show that you've got money to show that you've got status to show that 
you're someone that you ha- that is valued, that has value. But we forget that the value doesn't come from that because no matter what we buy, what car we drive, what house we live in, or if we live on our own or we live with our mom or what job we have or what degree we have, we forget that strip all of that apart and we've got nothing. We're just this human body. So strip the title, strip the degree, strip the car, strip the brand, strip the Botox, strip the fillers, strip the hair extensions, strip the BBLs, strip the breast implants, strip the six-pack gym bodies, strip everything away, all of it. Who are you? Who are you? So I used to grow up thinking that I had to look a certain way, I had to have certain things by a certain age, like a lot of women and men do. Like I had to get married, settle down, have kids, have that BMW, have that house, you know, with the double-story house with three bedrooms, two bathrooms, walk-in wardrobe, um, have the perfect husband that was from my background and all this all this bullshit. Oh, I touched the mic so it's true because when you touch or drop something and you're saying something it means it's true well see a belief of mine um and you just grow up thinking that you need to have it all the white picket fence the perfect the perfect image you know you have to be a certain weight have a certain waist size um, be a certain shoe size because even that you get teased for and it's not good enough. You've got a big foot or too small or blah, blah, blah. It's, uh, there's a lot of shit out there um, that even in the spiritual world, you get told you have to dress a certain way, show up a certain way, talk a certain way. It's all about love and light, baby, and positive vibes. And, you know, and are you really being you or you're being told to do this and act a certain way to show that you'll be accepted in society or have validation that you are worthy enough to be who you want to be because you're acting this way. So it's not always about love and light and positive vibes and I'm a nice person because we can all be nice and still not be our most authentic self. Um, So these belief systems teach you and shape you and mould you, whether it's cultural, social, families, even self-belief, intertwines and moulds this person. So this person goes out into the world and they're like, okay, well, self-love is arrogant. What is self-love? It's all about getting your nails done, hair done, eyebrows perfect, this, that. So I'm not about that. Self-love doesn't mean shit to me. So even self-love as a topic, that's a whole other podcast episode, but even self-love is these beliefs and conditions around it when how do we know that's even true, right? So you grow up and you're like, okay, well, I need to be the perfect wife, the perfect parent, the perfect um, child. I need to be the perfect friend. I need to be the perfect worker or employee. I need to be the perfect manager. I need to be the perfect student, all of this is extending outside of us. This has got like nothing to do with who we are and how we can take care of ourselves as well. Because we forget that if our cup is full and that we are coming from a place of fullness and wholeness, we can pour out pureness and wholeness and fullness out into the world around us. 
But until then, if we're running on empty, enough fuel tank is empty, as you know, with cars, if your car tank and your full tank, fuel tank is empty, then how can you go that 100 kilometers an hour or how can you go that extra mile when you're empty and you're about to conk out? So our belief systems and society has made us believe that we have to take care of everyone else around us but ourselves. Society has taught us that we have to, I guess, show up as this human that is limited, that it's always going to wanting to go and progress to the next level. So, oh, okay, so I've got this, I've made it to this milestone. Like let's just use social media as an example. I've got 10,000 followers. I am valuable. I have purpose. But you lose those 10,000 followers, so you switch off. You're like, okay, well, I'm not worth it anymore. I've got nothing. But if we come in there and go, I've got 10 followers or one follower, but I'm still going to do what I want to do and I'm still going to make it happen, you're coming from a place of empowerment, a place of self-love and self-belief and fullness and wholeness that no matter what you have outside of you, you're still going to show up and serve your purpose, serve your message, show up with with authenticity. So that's actually pretty fucking good example. So two, two. Um, and it's like with the partner, if you, you got to have that partner to make things happen. You know, I have learned that in relationships, it is amazing to have someone to co-create with and create this life and expand. But also when you do it from a place of desperation or need and want, and it has to happen or if it doesn't happen, it, I'm going to lose it. Well, in a sense, is it coming from a place of wholeness? Is it coming from a place of I'm ready to give love? Or is it I need to settle down by 30 and have four kids or two kids and be married and have the cars and have the house and have the, the, the brand names and look a certain way and have my face all pulled back um, because that's what society tells you to do. It's a social media is a big factor in these the 2000s onwards, the mid 2000s, so 2010 onwards. Social media has shaped and formed you to be a certain way, whether it's you know through influences, um, through reality TV, um, through even like in the spiritual world as well. It's like you have to be all about peace and, you know, like quietness and speak this way and wear white and, you know, because that's what that's what you're told to do because it comes from a place of soul. Here I am today dressed in black. I have black hair. Um, I love just my hair explains my journey. So for me it's like this is just who I am. Um, even chop my hair off tomorrow, I'll still be who I am. Um, and it's like, I'm just, I swear, I'm coming here with very no makeup on, um, just a bit of lip gloss, just to prove that this is me, man. This is me, my raw human form, showing up to make a podcast and talking about limiting beliefs, talking about our belief systems, how it shapes you as a human and how we need to break the fuck out of that and be ourselves, no matter what we look like, what we have, what degrees and labels we put on ourselves, um, because that does not define who we are, our worth, what value we have and what we have to give.
the others around us and to give ourselves. So going back to our belief systems, we then show up in the world in a distorted way. You know, I know back in the day when I thought I had to be a certain size, I would starve myself to keep maintain this amazing body that felt empty inside because I wasn't doing what was best for me. I was showing up for what I thought had to be shown up for and it just didn't make sense. It did not make sense. So I would hurt myself by starving myself. Um, I would just make myself miserable because I thought that if I put on weight or I wasn't didn't look a certain way or didn't have this cinched waist that I wouldn't be worthy enough or lovable enough or have any value. Um, false, hashtag, not true. Society messes with your head. And I feel like today is all about social beliefs um, and how society shapes you, but also it stems from the culture as well. I know growing up that I was always teased about my body weight or, you know, you've got to watch what you eat because you put on weight, you know, you're fat, who's going to want to look at you, blah, blah, blah. Um, that shapes you as well. So you grow up thinking, okay, my family have said it. I've grown up this way. My culture, it's all about, you know, you eat, eat, then don't eat, don't eat too fat. And then you grow up and society's telling you, hey, no matter if you can hear snoring, it's my dog Chico. Shout out to Chico. Um, and society makes you, okay, well, you're going to be this size eight because if you don't look like I mean, Kate Moss is a zero, but if you don't look like Kate Moss, then you are unacceptable. Then how the Kardashians came out um, and they were like, well, if you don't have a tiny waist with a big bum and those wide hips and no hip dips, um, then you're not worthy enough. Yeah. You need to look like us so, you know, we can... Uh, grow our empire so everyone raced out to look like a kardashian and to be honest in like 2007 i was trying to look like a kardashian i remember walking outside of this nightclub and someone was like hey are you chloe kardashian i was like oh, that was the best compliment ever and now I look back and i was like fuck i don't want to look like anyone i just want to look like me i want to be who i want to be not what society tells you to be. But you have to go through this and start questioning yourself and go down, I think, a rabbit hole just to understand, like, hey, this does not define you. You know, break out of that, like, script, break out of that story that you have to look a certain way to be accepted. You don't have to look like anyone. You don't physical, this body is temporary. It's our soul that is in here. It is our soul that is keeping us alive. It is our soul that we've been sent to this earth to have a human experience and to, to come back to, to live from a place of our soul, to do what makes us happy, what lights us up every day. Um, if I sat here and conditioned myself to and listen to every social belief thrown at me. Yes, Chico, you snore, Bobo. Um, to listen to every social belief that was thrown at me that I used to listen to and believe in, um, I wouldn't be talking in front of this computer today or even started this podcast because I would have thought that I was not good enough. Um, and that's sad. Like, that's why so many people out there 
don't do what they want to do or don't live from a place of self-worth and self-love and self-belief because they're like, I'm not good enough. I don't look like her or I've put on weight and I'm not worthy because I've got to lose weight before I do something so I have confidence. Let me just sip on my coffee. Well, why can't you have the confidence now to do it? If you don't have it now, what makes you think in a year's time or six months' time when you've got into that goal weight, then you're not going to find something, another excuse to tell you that you're not good enough to do this? Or, you know, oh, I have to have a degree because if I don't have a degree, I can't, I can't do, like, I, I don't have a title and I don't have value. Um, well, who's to say that you can't find a work around it to make it happen and start yourself off from somewhere? And then if you need the degree, you can go get the degree. You know, even with our looks, we're like, oh, if I don't have the perfect, the perfect thing, I can't wear that dress because it doesn't look like how it looks like on the model of glasses or whatever, whatever shop. And it's like, um, those mannequins. They're, they're, they're also beliefs and conditioning as well. Every mannequin you see, you never see a curvy, nice mannequin, you know, even with the cinched waist or even just with no, like, a straight body. You never see a mannequin that isn't designed to make you just want to be like that. I look at all the mannequins that have, all, you know, I used to work in retail and having to dress the mannequins and you see how they fit on those mannequins and then how that outfit fits on you. It's like, hell, you check, girl, you wait that mannequin. Um, those, the mannequin is just a distorted view of what a woman should look like, like a Barbie doll. You know, Barbie dolls were designed a certain way and to look a certain way to make you want to be like that and it's teaching kids that they have to be a certain way or look or size to show up in society as acceptable. Um, no, not true. Um, and then also it's turning around and it's like even men, even feel for men because they've been brought up to show that they can't cry, they can't act a certain way, they can't be a certain way, they have to be the manly man with the masculine. And I actually picked a card today and I'm going to read it and it's called the Shiva Shakti Archetype Affirmation, like the sacred dance between Shiva and Shakti that embodies the wisdom, wisdom of masculine and feminine, I am able to balance and hold space for both the spiritual masculine and the divine feminine within me. Amen, sister. You know, men, it's okay to cry. It's okay to show emotional emotion. It's okay to be vulnerable. It is okay just to feel shit for once. It is, you don't have to be the manly man. You can be whoever you want to be. You can, you know, the gym and going there and they have to go to gym to be acceptable and look like they've got a role, you know. I'm going to finish a hard day of work and even when you can't be stuck, it's good to look after your physical body. Don't get me wrong. But it's like you don't have to look like a Dorito or to go out there and take steroids to be acceptable and to build your body up so you can be validated as that you're a man. You know, just be you, bro. Just be you. Be whoever you want to be. You know, don't let society take over your physical self and distort you and shape you into someone that you don't even want to be. You know, I always used to go out there and always had to believe that I had to have the best outfits and the best accessories and always look at look the best of the best. Um, I was like... I just need to be who I want to be and wear what I want to wear and 
who is anyone else to tell me that I need to look and act and be and feel and show up a certain way? You know, so belief systems are very deeply rooted. It just doesn't come from your parents, as I said. It comes from ancestral beliefs, cultural beliefs, social beliefs, just beliefs everywhere, your friends that you talk to and they have certain beliefs and they take on, do you take that shit on? Um, It just shows up in a lot of ways. So I ask you, what are some of the beliefs that limit you to be who you want to be? That is the question I'm putting out there today. What are the beliefs that you think that, you know, even for a male that have to have a certain amount of money or drive a certain car or act a certain way or they, you know, what beliefs are holding you back from being your most authentic and best self? You know, even for, a, you know, a female, what are, you, what are the beliefs that you are holding on to that shape your everyday life that make you believe that you have to have certain things or do certain things or live by a timeline because if you don't, then you're not worthy or valid or you're not successful or you can't, you know, you won't be seen as acceptable, you know, and that's where comparing yourself with other people is killer. It destroys your joy because you're sitting here comparing yourself to other people who you know, who knows for what reasons, what reasons they have, what they have good on them. But it doesn't mean that you you have to base your success or your life or your ways or your the way you show up in this world comparing yourself to someone else because you're living outside of you. You're living at what your friend is doing or you're living at what your, um, what celebrities have. And is it real? You know, because they might be struggling inside. They might feel depressed and anxious and unworthy no matter what what they tangible items they have around them. So you've got to also just take a step back and be like, I'm not comparing myself to no one because I am my competition to be my best self each and every day. That's the competition you really should be having is with yourself to be like, I'm going to make a competition. Even competition is very ego 3D base, but it's like I'm going to show up each and every day as my best self. And if I don't, that's okay. I accept that as well. You know, so that is now bridging in from our beliefs to showing up for yourself. How can you show up for yourself even when you're living from a place of limiting beliefs? Let's just take a break there and just think about it. So how can you show up being your best self when you've got all these limiting beliefs holding you back from thinking that you ha- it's always a race against time. It's always a level up. It's always a far reach. It's always a marathon to race. The st- finish line is over here. I'm here. It will never happen. Well, you just learn to accept the situation that you're in as you are, as who you are. And it shouldn't really you got to teach yourself that it shouldn't really fucking matter what anyone else has in front of you or outside of you, that what you have in here is all that counts. So how can you show up for yourself in a more whole and full way without caring about what others think of you, without caring about what society tells me to do without caring about overexerting yourself in all these places because 
that's what you believe you need to do. And it's just taking a moment to stop. Just stop where you are, where you're at, and meeting yourself as you are. And, you know, you can do this by mirror work, just sitting and staring yourself in the mirror and just letting everything come up while you're staring at yourself and going, okay, is this important? What is this thought telling me that, oh, I need to get married and have babies by 30 if I don't, like, I'm old and it's just not, it's not worth it anymore or I need to find a partner because that's what makes you full or I need to have this job title otherwise I'm deemed as unworthy or not successful or um, that if I work at McDonald's that it's not good enough. Like these are the things that you just sit and let yourself feel. Let yourself feel and you're like, is this true? Is this true? And that's when you start questioning everything. That's when everything that you think that you've known your whole life is just imaginary imaginary it is just like okay well I don't need to do shit I just need to wake up and just be a great person I need to just be you don't even need to be great what is great you need to just be you be your most authentic self so whether that is you know um showing up and just being you, if you feel like shit, feel like shit. It's showing up for yourself. It's not for anyone else. You know, I always have to show up with a mask always. That was my protection is always being happy and positive and always being, um, hi, how are you? You know, yeah, everything's fine and rosy and dandy. And it's just, I don't need to do that. I don't need to always be positive and always be, hey. I just need to wake up and just show up as I am, as who I want to be today. You know, am I going to be miserable or am I just going to be kind to myself and let myself feel this shit, work through it, move forward, let it go and let myself just, let myself just be. Know, without listening to this noise and noise gets louder the more inner work you do and the more releasing you do and the more healing you do the louder the noise gets to bring you down to make you feel like you're losing your mind or you're going crazy so all I can say is to start off showing up for yourself is by just listening to yourself allowing yourself to feel allowing yourself to stare in the mirror and just go man I love you you're like taking me through this earth for the last 30 years and you have been a trooper thank you you know showing up for yourself once you start showing up for yourself and going hey you know what I don't want to go to this birthday party or I don't want to have to go and see this friend I don't have to do anything I need to do what sets my soul on fire what gets me light what gets me energy what gives me um what fuels my passion you know what, even if that's just sitting there watching a series on Netflix because you really want to watch it, but it's like, do I go and please my friends and go out with them or out for dinner or do I just give myself some alone time and me time and sit there and enjoy my company because a lot of us don't know how to enjoy our own company. So once we start showing up for ourselves, our life starts to change from the inside out, like 
inside out. We wake up and we have more purpose, passion, power. We're like, okay, I've got this today. I feel good. And you're going to have days where it's not always 100%. But what I'm trying to say is, is that you learn to live with yourself. You learn, okay, I am my best friend, my partner, my parent, my everything. So what do I want to do today? You've got the fucking choice. Um, you know, I know with, with myself, if I'm not feeling it and I know I need a day off just to rejuvenate and reset, I will take that. I took an extra week to put this episode out because I needed time just to sit with myself, let myself feel what I need to feel because a lot of deep-rooted shit was coming up for me and I had to work through it. I had to honestly cry. I had to let all the emotion, emotional charge and shit out, the energy out and just feel it. And how can I show up when I'm feeling like shit and record a podcast? It's just the message that I want to deliver wouldn't have come out the way that it is now and today. So that's why sometimes, you know, it's always everyone's like hustle hard, go, go, go. See, another conditioning, another belief that shapes people like I've got to hustle hard, I've got to make it all happen. It's like, no, what are you, what are you going to make happen? Who says that having a ton of money and having all these things shape you? Is it worth exhausting yourself to the actual core to, to, to prove what? At the end of the life when you're 80 years old and you've been working your whole life and you're mentally, physically exhausted, you're, you know, got these ailments because you neglected yourself, how is that worth it? Yeah, Chico, you enjoy that somber siesta. Um, yeah, is it worth it? Is it worth like running yourself to the ground because you think that that's how you're going to define success in this earth realm? Uh, no. It's, you know, yeah, if you've got to work because you've got bills to pay, you work. You also take care of yourself as well. Give yourself something back for working so hard, whether it's a holiday whether it's, you know, a day off once in, you know, every month or so, whether it's a nice massage as soon as you get paid to treat yourself, whether it's sitting in silence or going on a nature hike, whether it's, you know, feeling what you need to feel and letting it out, whether it's saying no to someone, you've got to start showing up for yourself because if you don't, you're just going to continue running on empty until you run empty. Um so that is my episode for you today. That is my message. I hope you gained some golden nuggets out of this. Um, and thank you for listening. Tune in for episode three in a fortnight and sending you a lots of love. So thank you for tuning in and look forward to speaking with you soon.